0: Yak yeah, Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the final cast with your hosts, Matt. Brad.
2: <laughs> what's going on buddy what's up hello listeners oh, you know, how are you guys trying. doing i don't even know why i asked that because they can't reply back so it's kind of stupid. you know
1: they they can't reply back and if you think about it we're kind of asking the future people how they're doing so yeah. you know just Man. just a little weird but hey it is what That's it is weird that is a little weird yeah Ugh. so you know what sucks this week ohio's yeah. weather
2: yeah, and the river's gonna be flooded before we even get to oh. go fishing.
1: Yep. Yeah, we're gonna we're probably gonna end up just going to like Zenia area. Yeah. Yeah, that's got. I mean, that's what's gonna be, and it'll be at like four thirty or five o'clock at night, and it'll be poo poo grass. So.
2: <laughs> no, uh Chris Yalk fishes there at night,
1: and uh he says it's
2: fun fishing there at night. So, yeah. I've never been there in the evening of time. I always go early in the morning.
1: I think the latest I've ever been there was like maybe, maybe four. Yeah. I don't even think it was that late. I think it was, yeah, no, maybe it was four. But I was bank fishing, so.
2: Bring your frog rod.
1: I planned on it. I was going <laughs> to bring a frog. I was going to bring a big swim bait, a jackhammer, just because that's what they always eat, and a wacky rig. Speaking of, so
2: I've recently, my uh, Shimano Corrado DC uh, went to crap so i had to send it in uh it got there today they sent me an email i have to pay for it
1: oh are you out of warranty
2: yeah remember because it was like a month out of warranty
1: oh yeah so how much do you have I to pay like, ah,
2: it's 40 bucks
1: but still oh but yeah but 40 bucks to because i mean your your drag was like shot so yeah so something for 40, was wrong with it yeah, and it, from what you sent me, it almost looked like it was bent. So for forty bucks, if they're replacing it, I mean that's a two hundred and fifty dollar reel. So yeah,
2: I can't complain. I mean Douglas rods, they do the same thing. Brand yeah, new rod, exactly. 50, fifty bucks.
1: Which someone's having to use that again.
2: Yep, I was going to say that again. I broke another rod. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's a, it is a bad time. So I got to show all this money. Then on top of that, I'm paying. I got. I still got to go get my. uh uh wedding suit for justin's wedding so it's like everything's hitting me all at once dude every time
1: dude just life i mean it just it just is believe me it's uh when life starts going good just be re-ready like hey life was going really good for me being me and stacy and then out of nowhere guess what her brakes, yeah they're shot but oh, luckily geez. i had an ace in my hole ace in the hole not in my hole that's weird <laughs> um did all four corners With two brand new rudders, or rudders, (laughs) rudders, I'm a kayaker, as you know now, no, rotors in the back, total 400 bucks flat. That's everything installed. That's, that's not me buying brakes. That's him buying the brakes, installing them. And he got it done in two and a half hours. That's awesome. Oh, dude, it was great. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's the plug when it comes to anything and everything automotive, because everything will be cheap. He's the guy I told you to take uh, the old red piece of poo poo too, before you.
2: Yeah, the guy said he's like a, a friend that you know. He just works on him for fun or whatever.
1: Yeah, no, I mean it's not like he. If he could get insurance for the business, it would be a business. But they won't insure him because it's next to his house, which is stupid. stupid. Like who cares? It's insurance. Oh well, if it's an extra thirty feet and it burns down, it's covered. But since it's thirty feet closer, it's not covered. It's (laughs) dumb. Yeah,
2: that is dumb. But uh. I was going to I was going to say something and then I completely forgot. Oh, it gives me a little bit of hope cuz I I've been doing a little bit of the side work with Matt, so hopefully this weekend I get some extra cash, that'd be nice.
1: Yeah, we got to hope the rain if the rain keeps looking like it's going to come, that'll be mut- mute mute mute, mute, cuz it'll move to uh AstroTurf fields where I we don't do anything. We just sit there. Yeah. So hey, that will I'd suck. i be all right with that. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's how it goes, though, man. Stuff just happens, and it's you're never ready for it, and you just got to prepare, I yep. suppose. Yep. But. <clears throat> all right, so on tonight's show, or today's show, or this afternoon's show, whenever you're listening at home, uh, whether you're on the toilet, in the bathroom, or in the car, we're going to be talking about the Sholee. Now I know everyone we oh, just talked about the Sholay, yeah, but that was from Drew, and while we love Drew, he's biased. So we're talking about <laughs> it from Brad because Brad owns a Sholay, has fished out of the Sholay, and got a nice little manicured list of pros and cons.
2: Yeah, I've been a uh, I've been adding to this list and stuff since I got the. I've been out on it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to say five because I think it's been more than that. But I've been it's, out on I it think quite it's a bit. Been
1: closer to ten, yeah, closer yeah. to ten times at least. Yeah,
2: I've been out on it quite a bit, and there's some things that I love. There's some things that I don't care for, but I, uh, we'll, we'll get into some of that. But yeah, I just figured right, so we'd we'll be start... doing like like a a review of the kayak from my point of
1: view. Yeah, I mean, I that's. I think that's important because I mean we'll do the same thing with uh for once I get in my P one twenty seven and get some time in it. And before anybody says I'm biased, I'm not. Even though I'm on team Bonafide, fide, I'm still not biased because I'll just be honest with you. Because why not? Why would I lie? That's stupid.
2: Yeah. I did so, I did the same thing and got in trouble though. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, I don't think we'll we'll find out. I mean, everyone knows me. I'll just push. I'll push the buttons a little bit. Yeah. At the end of the day, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Let's be honest. So, but we'll start with... uh, I think we should start with the cons. Go over... Because this is what most people want to go into. Because a lot of times when it comes to... The pros of any boat. Like if I was doing an SS120 or 107 video, it'd be here are my pros. It's super stable, and the seat's super comfortable, and yeah. it's got plenty of room, which is what everyone, including Bonafide and their Bonafide's grandma down the road, says. So let's start with the cons. That's what people want to know about. That's what I want to know about because I don't even really know them yet. So Brad, yeah. take it off first. Con.
2: Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna preface it by saying like the cons they're. They're, like, real tiny, like, features that, like, when I, when we first saw the kayak back in December, I was like, oh, that looks sweet. That's awesome. But then after using it a few times, I'm just like, eh, I don't like it like I thought I would.
1: Yeah. They're not really cons. You're just nitpicking, which is a good thing. Because if you think about it, like, if you would come out and be just say, yeah, the first con is the seat sucks. Like, you <laughs> something huge. Like, that's bad. Yeah. But when you're saying... These are cons. It's just stuff I don't really like, and it's this little stuff. You're nitpicking, which overall, to me, is a good thing. Yeah. But let's start with your first first thing. Well, what do you think?
2: Well, also, I'm going to preface it by saying this kayak, if you're looking for a good paddling kayak, this, this is it. This thing performs awesome. I enjoy paddling this thing. I will paddle it up and down riffles all day long just for fun, and that's what I yeah. wanted to do when we were on the river last week.
1: And that's what you did. And I know at one point we're going upstream and it's not like we're going against like a rager or anything. I mean, it's pretty mild, but you know, if you just stop paddling, it would push you the other direction slowly, but surely. And I'm sitting there and then I'm in the SS, which paddled way better than I thought it would. I thought it'd paddle like a battleship, but paddled freaking amazing. And, uh, but I was putting a little bit of effort and Brad's just over here. Lottie dying his way, just nice and smooth. (laughs) And that boat is just cruising. On the three,
2: I, I could pedal at three and a half miles an hour, effortless, like, yeah, n- barely moving.
1: And yep, that's going upstream things. And that was up, yeah, going upstream. I can only imagine if you were, if you actually really went all out going downstream, I bet you touch five.
2: Probably, I bet you got because I'll get in between three and a half and four when I'm going upstream. Mm-hmm. But, uh, anyway, the first con that I was going to hit on, uh, is the uh, the rod locker hatch. Yeah,
1: I knew you weren't a fan of that.
2: uh, Yeah, that, when I first saw that, I was like, that is amazing. Because I like storing my rods inside when I'm transporting. That's why I love the SS-127 so much. Uh, I saw that. I, I was expecting more than two spots for a rod. But the thing I didn't like about the hatch was that, one, the lid wouldn't open from it don't open both ways like it does on the bonafide, which makes it easy sliding rods in there Two, yep. the two, two levels. You, so you got a, excuse me, you got a bottom level and then you got an upper level and then the upper level, like holds the butt into your rods. So you kind of got, and then the bottom level kind of has where you put the rod into the, the hole. It's kind of hard to put the rods in there. And uh, it kind of makes you feel uneasy about putting them in there. Cause you got to bend the rods so much.
1: Yeah, and I remember right same- when when you got it, we went down. And we met over at the uh, deep spot where the rowers of death were that, and uh, you yeah. first got it first time I saw it, and you're like, "Hey, try, put this rod in here." Oh yeah, and I was like, "Okay," and you're like, "Yeah," it just feels like I'm. Brave. I was like, "Dude, you're probably just doing it wrong. It's fine." And I literally put it in. I was like, "This is weird. It's a little tight. It's, it's I mean, it... <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. It it." It feels, and you're not wrong, it's that top tier to me, and I haven't used it that much, but just that one experience, it just feels like you're you're fighting the rod locker instead of it working for you.
2: Yeah, which uh, the other thing that I don't like about it is I, I know people have said the same thing that owns the Shull Lead. Uh, bait casters only fit in unless you have micro-guide spinning rods. But if you have like a traditional spinning rod, it will not fit in there, and that's I'm like, ah. Are you spend on yeah. rods a lot,
1: dude. I think if, if because, you know, uh, anyone who follows you, I don't know if you're going to talk about the hatch or not, or the internal of it. If you are, I'll shut up. If you're not, I'll just t- say it now. Are you going to talk about it? Oh, I'm gonna, okay, uh, cool. Yeah, I'm going to talk so, about it, but say it. All right, I'm going to say it anyway. So, obviously, you cut, the, the sholey was designed to where if you wanted to cut the inner, the hatch, the inner hole of that hatch, to make a completely accessible hole you can. So obviously you did cuz you're psycho and you just <laughs> took a hacksaw to it and cut it up. But uh you know, braver than I, most, but whatever.
2: I believe I'm I'm I believe I'm the only person that has a shovel that has done it
1: you were that that has publicly done it anyway i mean john thomas the guy who runs yak Gadgets, was like yeah i'm not doing that and this dude literally cuts (laughs) and makes stuff for kayaks all the time and he's like yeah that's stupid so i mean good for you brad you did i'm glad you didn't like cut a hole in your boat because that would have (laughs) sucked uh but i think if they would have maybe if that wasn't a two-tiered or even if the the lid would be able able to open the other direction kind of like the bona fides do yeah i think it would have made more sense and then instead of just having those two smaller like individual rod holes they would have made those bigger to incorporate three rods per side i think that that would be be awesome because then if you're only taking one or two rods you have rod socks on anyway so you can put them in there it's fine but you can take three rods each side a lot of guys who tournament fish which people are using this boat to tournament fish a lot of guys who do take six plus rods so having it able to transport six plus rods is awesome. Yeah,
2: I agree. You know. But uh, cutting out the rod locker gives me that. Uh, it gives me that option anyway. I'm sticking. True. I'm sticking all my rods in there just like I did with the fide. Yeah,
1: plus uh, paddle plus. Well, the life paddle I, I
2: can't get the paddle in there, but I can get the life jacket and the net in there, and then I can put more stuff in it. There's room for yeah. more space
1: yeah so i mean you've kind of you're using i think if once yeah. more people start to do that i think it'll i think a lot more people will do it now i'm not saying that the rod lockers weren't a great idea i think it's a great idea i think it it's an awesome be, idea it just needs to be expanded a little bit maybe re, not even i don't even want to say rework because it works for sure i mean we've, we've seen in the release videos and drew on his videos and he's talked about it he throws them in there and throws them right out back out you mm-hmm. just have to and you can get rods in there you just gotta finagle it yeah so, you gotta w- you gotta wiggle your rod in the hole you gotta wiggle your rod in the hole brian is gonna kick both of us off this show
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: yeah i don't care um but yeah i mean and that's not even really a con i think that's more of a doesn't fit your type of yeah like your fishing style and your kayaking style
2: yeah i agree um other thing, I've seen people asking about, hey, does that void the warranty if you do that? No, it doesn't. Uh, Crescent, it, they, they end up cutting that part out of all their kayaks anyway. So they just left it in there to give the consumer the option to do so. So, Which is cool. If wanna, yeah. If you want to cut it out, cut it out. If you guys want to send me a message, if you have a sholey and you want to cut it out, I will walk you through it. I'll, I'll step by step. I'll even FaceTime you. I don't care. I mean, it's pretty easy.
1: Twenty nine ninety nine an hour. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna pimp Brad out and make money. Uh, sure. No, I mean, what's really cool about it is, like you said, they gave they left it in the hands of the consumer, and you could, if you didn't want to cut that whole thing out, you wouldn't have to. You can kind of create that to be your own. So, if you wanted to cut just the top notch out, because I think that would make getting rods in there easier, yeah. cut the top notch and then leave the bottom notch in there for a battery.
2: Yeah, you could. I do think that. that would
1: that would be doable if you wanted to cut. The the opportunities are endless to do stuff in there how you want to do. Running wires, you want to keep everything waterproof and you want to run wires to the top of your boat, do it. And then you can throw inline kits and call it a day.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So agree with that. But other than that, man, Rod Locker, just not a fan of it. Uh, It is what it is. But I like the sentiment. Uh, That's what I'll leave it at.
1: Yeah, love the idea. We'll see what the next rendition comes, and watch Drew and all them are listening to this, and they're like going back and like throwing stuff. They hate
0: the rod locker,
1: like freaking out. That's not the case, guys. It's no, just he Brad.
2: he he already knows. He's he's seen my posts and stuff on Instagram and in the oh yeah owners group and stuff.
1: Which they I'm just... not
2: ba- I'm not bashing the boat in the owners group or anything. I'm just you know oh, yeah
1: sharing my experience so far.
0: Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
1: Maybe something is bad, I mean, by letting places know. And Crescent's great about that. They listen to their consumers, which is the Mm -hmm. whole point of why they made the show and how good it is. So, you know. So, Rod Locker, check, box marked, next.
2: Uh, the taco clips for the rods on behind the seats. That's a con for me. I, uh, I've tried it every time I've been out. I'm just not a fan of it. The way the clip just it sits on the kayak and then trying to bungee it down. It's, there's not much room to like pull that bungee down. I don't know. It's just, it's awkward. Like my fingers hit and I just can't bungee it very well. And then on top of that, you, you saw this first experience my rod's sticking out the back. I did a paddle stroke. My rods go right up against the bank. And this yep. Start, I'm like, ah. Uh, uh.
1: Yeah, I mean, it can definitely, that, I mean, I know one point you were backing up the first time you had it out with me, and you were backing up into a little shallow spot, and the only reason you stopped from going face for, or rear into a log with both rods hitting first was me saying, rods, 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 and you stopped real quick and paddled hard forward, so you'd stop uh i think the idea is awesome right because they're getting the rods low at an angle so you can go under stuff i love that like yeah. when you went when that for before we actually made it to main river and you went back and you caught that largemouth on the gmr mm-hmm. you, there was a bunch of overhanging stuff you had your rods in those and you weren't getting yep. caught up you were going through everything i think that if you're staying parallel with the banks it's awesome yep it's when you kick your rear end out or not out in Kick it in perpendicular toward the bank. To the bank. Perpen- yes, perpendicular to the bank. That's when, you know, if you want to post up against the bank and fish uh, a ledge or something like that. You know, like we did at Dale Hollow, for example. We'd sit on the edges of the yeah. points and we'd fish those points. Um, I think that's where you might run into problems. And then on those clips, I think it's just in a weird spot. I think that's yeah. all it is. I think that's it. I don't think the, the idea of it's awesome. I think it's just in a weird spot to get to.
2: Drew... Tell he, he told me to try putting my net back there, so he, he puts his net in that taco clip. He says it's a lot mm-hmm. easier pulling it out of a tube style like rod holder because he keeps all his rods in front of him. So it's like, yeah, it yeah. makes sense. I need to try that. That's something I haven't done yet, so I'm gonna try that. Um, I did see uh, uh, somebody posted in the Crescent owners group today that they replaced the taco clips with a uh, like four inch gear track. I'm like, that's a good idea. And then he put rod holders on top of them. I'm like, I need to try that. That's a good idea. I like that.
1: Yeah. That, that kind of is reminds me of like the Topwater and the Sportsman from Old Town to where it had, it's got the two rear rod holders, but remember when it had that one that was offset, so when you caught a fish, you could throw your rod in there and it's all yep. in your workspace, which I, I love that aspect of that boat for that reason. It just made life, and I, every, boat I've had since then, I mm-hmm. add something to give me that feature back, because I liked it so much, because it sucks when you have a fish trying to figure out what to do with your rod. Yeah. So. That would be a great idea, even if you just had it empty, just to put your rod there when you caught it, caught a fish, and now it's in your workspace. You're not fighting with line or you're not worrying about the rod going over or something like that. So. Yeah,
2: yeah, but yeah, I saw that gear track that back there. I'm like, yeah, you could put so many things on that with just four inches of gear track, and that was just a good idea. I thought it was cool,
1: but yeah, that would be a dope spot for a GoPro mount, I think. Get one that of those tall booms where it looks over to where you can see in front. That would be be sick. That would be dope.
2: That would be sweet. I need to get more videos like that, too.
1: Yeah, I have a GoPro 9, dude. I haven't turned it on in, like, a year. So, like, I just need to just... I need to permanently attach it to the boat with a permanent battery just to force myself to use it. Because I used it a couple times last year, and I caught some fish on it. It was cool. But I don't know. I'm forgetful, so...
2: I, I, I just don't record because I don't
1: one of the spot burn, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. On, I mean on the river, at least. Yeah. All the mate. Well, there's one place.
2: That's true. Before, that dude. one place.
1: Yeah. But everything else, we Finley, Reve- River
2: Finley Reservoir.
1: <laughs> I quit. quit I'm done. <laughs> I'm just joking, dude. But, hey look what who's up? in the house <laughs> hey we got i got the same hat
2: jimmy Skitter is in the show? house
3: what, what is going on dude um I, all the I'm tackle sharing. i didn't have places for
2: <laughs> i love it
3: that is sweet it's okay I just i'm sharing this.
2: everything that i hate about the Sholy in this episode
3: is it a short list or a long list i'm
2: just joking yeah i got a pros and cons <laughs> list
3: I mean, there's there's cons to everything. Oh yeah, which is I uh,
2: understand that. So
3: I I got to play with one. I haven't got to like take one out on a trip, so I don't have like like cons. I'd say it's not as stable as I would want, but I fish in a unlimited, and it's like stupid stable. So yeah, John boat. My yeah, my expectations are probably just a little too high. Uh, yeah, dude, it paddles phenomenal though. Yep, I already hit that That's, one let say that
1: was the first thing we talked about. We were going up river and I'm sitting there in SS, like not killing myself, but working. And he's like, yeah, we're going three and a half miles an hour. And I look over Brad, just like,
3: da, da, da. <laughs> like going. Just,
2: I got like this speed going right here. And it's three and a half miles an hour. Have you, <laughs> yeah, uh,
3: dude. you done any quick turnarounds in it yet?
2: Yeah. Um, it's like a, I can probably turn around in a paddle. Two paddles. Yeah.
3: yeah one, one forward and one back and I can spin a full circle. Yep. Like that, that, I mean, that's no gear in it, but I thought that was pretty, wow. pretty good. Yeah, dope. I haven't
1: tried it. I don't know. I haven't really, I don't know. You did last time we went out. You didn't like, I don't think you I didn't try to do a circle. No, you didn't try to do a circle, but you were floating backwards and you're coming up. There was a, uh, I wouldn't even call it a strainer. It was just a log in the river and you turn around, and saw it, and you just one paddled and flipped yourself around and went around it. Uh, I don't, like, wait, you don't yeah. even remember it. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> even notice it because you were just fishing, but I literally looked back i I'm floating sideways fishing. I'm looking and I'm, he's floating backwards. I was like, should I say something now? He probably knows it's there. And then he <laughs> kept getting closer and I was about to be like log. And he just, and just flipped it and just kept going back. And then he started fishing again. And I was like, all right, cool. I didn't have to say anything. That yeah. thing
2: Point that thing points where you want it to point to. I like that because a lot of the kayaks I've been in, they do not do that. And it drives me nuts.
3: Yeah, they definitely, um, some of the complaints i've seen were people talking about how it uh you know it wanders as you paddle more than like the light tackle does but something people aren't either they're not realizing or they're not really finishing their own statement with it it does dance but it always ends right back where you're going
2: it It, doesn't
3: dance and change directions it goes right back to center and a lot of people
2: that a lot of people that post those videos too that people are commenting on saying it zigzags, those videos exaggerates that I, I like when I'm paddling, I thing. I don't notice, notice it doing that really. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, I, I noticed it a little bit, but, you know, at first you're like, oh, it's walking. And then I realize, well, it, it's continuing back to that point, though. So it's yeah. not a big deal. But I thought it was, yeah. I thought it was sick. I like I really want to see yours since you cut the cut the guts out of yours. Yeah, I still think like you're the only person that's had the balls to do that. That's that's what he said. I literally said, I was like, John Thomas, the guy who runs
1: Yak Gadget, cuts all these stuff up and makes stuff to fit boats. And he was like, Yeah, I'm not
3: doing that. That's stupid. (laughs) And Brad just does it. Yeah, I saw, I remember Brad was asking, I don't remember if it was in the Crescent owners group or. Me and you texting, and I was like, Yeah, you probably just do it with a multi tool. And then you like post a picture the next day and was like, yep. Cut out the hatch. It's like, Well, <laughs> I didn't think
2: anything about it either. I just was like, Yeah, five minutes yeah, he, later, not even five minutes, two minutes later. He sent
3: me a text and
1: he's like, I did it. Now it's like, What? He's like, Yeah, it was no, no problem. And I was like, You're insane.
2: The only like, thing that I was worried about was cutting something that was behind the plastic, you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't see, yeah, yeah,
3: which on that boat, I mean. There shouldn't be anything. I mean, obviously there wasn't. (laughs) Like that's. I've thought about cutting stuff. Like when I had the Hobie, or even like my feel free stuff that's like pre plumbed for rudder. Yeah. And I was like, Hmm, bet I put a hole saw right through that, you know? (laughs) And you probably can't fix that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that would not be a plus. That's when I I see some of these, uh, like these ridiculous PA three sixty builds with fifty extra holes in them. Like, how'd you not hit anything? Because that boat's full of things that you don't want to hit yeah but
1: i mean and then they take it like inshore and surf stuff and i was like you guys are psycho i I couldn't trust myself i cut two holes in my old rs and i was like freaked out the first time i put on the water it was funny i
2: I was (laughs) there when matt did it i was like i handed him the drill i was like i'm letting you do it because i don't want to be responsible for it if i drill something
3: yeah (laughs) yeah it sucked it worked out the only hole i've ever had that like leaked that i did was the yak attack through hole wiring on my frontier yep. and people had told me that those things leaked he had to watch them and they were right because that's the one that about sank it on kentucky lake but <laughs> i still use them i just make sure i'll I line them with silicone now instead of just relying yeah. on that rubber yeah. so it's kind of extra but it, it works but that's the other than that i've got like i've drilled a bunch of holes in the unlimited like yeah
2: it, I know I know people ask what kind, what size drill bit what kind of drill bit don't use a spade bit that's a bad idea I've seen too idea. many people mm. I've seen too many people just like if, <laughs> crack it and crack if you've
3: it. got I've some like Wholesome. really really good ones um like the spider brand they are like some of the sharpest spade bits I've ever if you spin them they don't they cut like a a hole saw does. They don't like huh. catch and just shred. Yeah. But like if you just go get the Stanley or whatever Irwin just basic wood yeah. spade bit, yeah. you're, oh, it's going to be, you're <laughs> just going to, it's going to peel like you hit it with a can opener. Yeah.
0: Oh.
3: I, I watched I, Brian I watched do hole. it. I think it was Brian. I'm pretty sure it was at Del Hollow when he rigged his unlimited up, like last year before last. He was using that and I was just like, Oh no! <laughs> but I mean, it worked. I mean, part of it you got to know how to use the tools you're working with too. Yeah, I feel, uh, yeah, like, man, I feel like most just... of us right here are probably a little above
1: that. So, yeah, but there's I mean, anyone will tell you there's a reason they make a tool. I can make like a I can make a little baby ratchet go a long way. But yeah,
3: make a tool for a reason. Yeah. So, so let's let's just get the tool that's used for it. So. I mean, and the hole saw is always going to be just cleaner.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it went right through it. it. I had nothing really to worry about. <clears throat> I mean, I've cut holes and stuff before, but I was like, I, I think, how long did I have this boat? I had it for, I don't know, two, three weeks maybe. I've been out on it twice because I ordered the motor guide with it. So I lucked out when no one else could get a motor guide.
3: You talking about your body. wife's kayak?
1: Wife's no, that, shut up. <laughs> I'm talking about the RF. <laughs> you know how much crap she's given me because of that oh good every time you say that she's like see everyone thinks it's your boat i was like it's not it's your boat babe she's like no it's not it's your second boat i was like oh god it's both both. yeah well in my defense she told me she when i was looking you know to ask her do you like this do you like this because she picked the outdoorsman the olive it's not an outdoorsman but the olive by herself Yeah, And I was like, are you sure you want that? Like, don't just get it because I think it's cool. She's like, no, I love olive green. I was like,
0: okay, whatever.
1: And uh, she was like, like, I was dude, I was so pumped. (laughs) And then uh, she was like, so if I get this boat and I don't, you know, if I'm not using it, are you able to still use it? I was like, yes, I I can. I mean,
3: I I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was like, yeah, I'd probably be a little bit better on the river than the P just because it's a little bit shorter, you know, it's a little lighter, She's a little like, okay. lighter and It's like half the yeah, weight. She, it, yeah. it's a lot wider. <laughs> uh, but she was like, "She's like, okay, well, yeah, we we can get that one. I, I I really like it." She got super excited, and then I took it out last Thursday, and she was like, "You took my the boat, my boat out already?" I was like, "Yeah." I mean, you said I could use it. She's like, "Yeah, I did." And I was like, "Oh God!" You should have at least let her use it first, you ass. It. She never has time to do anything. That's not my fault. That's not my fault. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry that I I have like, I have just, responsibilities, but I also don't care. And I just, just
2: blame blame it on me, that. dude. Say say Brad said he's not carrying the P one twenty seven.
1: Just blame it. <laughs> on me.
2: I mean that's <laughs> a legitimate
3: thing. I, people didn't yeah, used to is. want to carry my pursuit with me. I totally get it.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. dude, I carry. I helped carry Brad's pursuit one time. That thing sucked.
3: That thing was so heavy. No, oh, I had
2: the battery and all that crap.
3: You, yeah, you said, dude, it was. You loaded. said Brad, and I thought Herle boss because I mean he has an unlimited, but I can only yeah. like he carries a lot.
1: Dude, he has like I made that post about the low pro case, like cake the kitchen sink as like a meta, not a metaphor. Yeah, I
3: guess a metaphor. He does. Her boss no. takes everything. Dude, when so when we were at Del Hollow this year. He had to work that first few days, but he was down there with us. He just had to stay at the cabin. Well, like in between meetings, he just was rigging his boat up, and that took like two days. (laughs) Like, we we went by him so much.
0: What
1: day was it? Saturday, I think it was Saturday because it was, yeah, because we went down Friday. We fixed Starport, which sucked, Mm. which I don't know how it sucked because all the fish got released there, but whatever. And then Saturday, we were fishing and we went by him and we went back with him. And I kept looking over because, like, my RS had a ton of stuff in it. I just kept looking over, and I was like, "Dude, how does he have so much room, and yet yeah. have everything he could ever have like want?" Yeah, like, it
3: does carry the gear. Like, there's a chance I'm hoping it goes my way this afternoon. Uh, buddy of mine might be buying my old motor setup and lithium battery, which I am then turning that money around. And a buddy of mine has got a lot of live scope for sale for like Ooh. stupid cheap. Like, Here you go. Dumb, dumb cheap. And then which, I it would, live scope the L, the Garmin. Yeah, the LV 32, not the new 34, but yeah. that's fine in case I don't I, like it. I had the 32. It was great. Yeah. I, the guy I fished with yesterday had the 32, and was like, he was doing it. It was working well enough. We were, because we were actually throwing A rigs, which nobody thinks about throwing when it's 100 degrees outside. Only thing I caught mm. fish on yesterday. <laughs> but we were throwing A rigs, and he would like see my A rig going by, and he'd be like, slow down, let it sink to there. Start reeling. All right. They're following you. And like, this is a hundred feet in awesome. front of us. And I was like, Oh, this is great. That's cool. But, uh, yeah. I made this guy said he's got this uh, graph too, but he wasn't offering it up cause he shattered it. So I'm trying to get the graph. I'll pay to have Garmin fix it and then run dual screens. Be one of those bougie people. That'd yeah. Cool. Don't worry. We're going to be in the same boat because I, uh, I said I didn't
1: like, I sold my Garmin, my Panoptix, because like I got too sucked into it. But I've fallen into another great deal for Panoptix. So I'm just going to get it back and say, screw it and keep it this time. I'm going to run a 10 hum- <laughs> inch Hummingbird Helix 10 Gen 4 and a 7 inch Garmin SV with Panoptix on it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm just going to sell the Hummingbird 10 for
3: try to get a 10 inch Garmin. I don't know. We'll find I out. Feel, I feel. I wish I could like test out somebody's dual screen before I like go dual screen because I mean, you're not using live scope all the time, but I don't know if it benefits you to have live scope and everything else going at the same time.
1: Watch Shane's videos when he's doing his tournament stuff because he's got the two Lorances.
3: Oh, I didn't think and, about that.
1: Yeah, dude. And I want that's what made me think, you know, I, sh- I want to do run duels now because of watching his. Now, granted, he's got his setup, like it's. Special order and all that crap. When you get Shane on, just talk about all the special stuff he did on his P, but that would be cool, including almost sinking it. <laughs> Shut up, yes, that's <laughs> a, that's why I'm running a Newport on that boat, but whatever. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, he runs dual screens, and you can see like he'll run down or side on one of them, and then he'll run Lawrence's live scope on the other, and he just finds structure and starts smoking fish.
3: That's the old, like. I don't, I've said it before, I don't think I'll video game with it. It's just like, like yesterday we would find schools and I think it would be cool because like my buddy Spencer was I'd be like, yeah, there's a school right here. And he just like, yep, there they are. <laughs> like this lake just had a bunch of private of uh, the ML, the guy that owns MLF, boy Duckett, they came down to this little lake down here in Alabama and they've, put 85 artificial structures in, and there's, like, rumor they're setting it up to be a trophy lake. Oh, you told not about it,
1: that. I remember.
3: Yeah, so, like, we found them, and you can see them on the graph when you're running around, but, you know, it's still kind of hard to pinpoint on them. And, like, Spencer would just turn his live scope on it, and, like, I think he said he hit 13 casts in a row where he landed, like, right on top of, like, not the same one hitting all of them, just like. I was that's like, insane. God, see, just knowing your bait's in the right spot, that's worth it.
1: Oh, yeah, especially when it comes to, like, I don't know. I made a hint, and I'm not going to say anything because I don't know if I'm going to do it yet, but I made a hint in a post today, and that's another big reason why I'm getting Panoptics back. I'm going to try. I, I want the edge. I just want the oh, edge. Oh, I was like, okay, I saw his post. What does his post say? Yeah. Which one? I'm going to be talking to you. Like, okay. if you look at my latest post and you just look at the comment, like, Dan picked up on it immediately, and he messaged me. He's like, so you're thinking, yeah, you just read it, and you'll be like, oh, Cool. So it's October 1st is what I'm thinking about. So just go. And yeah, it's, eggs it's and the whole, I think it's
3: the only one left.
1: Yeah, it is. So, yeah. Yeah. You see, you already know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, I'm going
3: to be hitting you and Dana. Dude, up just to oh, come on, dude. We'll get a brain. house or something. Cause <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, because I'm going uh, to I'm going to fish it because that's the one last year that. Are you going to fish it, fish it well. or just fish it? No, I'm going to fish like, it. Are just... you going
1: to get a tournament or? Oh, yeah. just fun fishing. All oh, right.
3: no. That'll be my last hurrah of the year that's pretty much,
1: it's going to be my only hoorah of the year. Cause I've been doing softball tournaments for the last two months and I haven't got a chance to do one. So it's great. Uh, all right. So this is the same house. Yeah, we got way off. Sorry. <laughs> this is about the surely. So Brad, do you remember where you were at? Because Jimmy came in and ruined everything. Oh, we, we just
2: got done finishing about the, the taco clips.
1: Okay. So final thoughts on taco clips.
2: Meh.
3: I'll, I'll, I'll give that a solid meh too. Meh. They, uh, <laughs> Did you now meh for holding rods or meh? Period
2: for holding rods,
3: yeah. They were, I don't know if I was like shallow water fishing, like it probably wouldn't bother me because if it falls out, you know, there it is, yeah. But it definitely wasn't as secure, which at the same time, for like what Drew said, like the holster, you know, to quick yeah. get it that kind of makes sense too. It's kind of by design, yeah. But yeah.
2: but it, I mean, holds it's, it's, a net really good. Yeah, that's what Drew said. We hit that already. But uh, it, it's nothing that I can't do with the, yeah, gadget rod stagers. You know what I mean?
3: Oh, those are the most superior oh, yeah. I on the market. I, I talk to people all the time that are in, like, early stages of getting into kayak fishing. You know, still with their, like, pelicans. And that's a product <laughs> they have. Like, oh, yeah. That's a, everybody loves it.
1: <laughs> yep. Dude, I sold that's a Lifetime product. Angler to some of the other day, and he bought two tracks, and he was like, yeah, I already ordered these. Do you know what these are? And he showed me rod stagers like, yeah, dude, I've got two sets on both my boats. Yes,
2: I know what they are.
3: <laughs> They're awesome. <laughs> well, I'm going to let y'all finish up. I'm going to go get to my show. I just wanted to pop in. I, I was just going to do one of my funny faces I do in the background and leave, but I saw it was talking about the showy, and I was like, oh, no, I'll hang out for a minute. <laughs> All well, right, dude. We'll, we'll right. see you soon. Peace.
2: So that's All it right. on the rod holder, holster, whatever you want to call them.
1: Taco Clips. Taco Clips, yeah. Taco clips, yeah, uh, yeah so I got, agree with your sentiment. I think they have possible uses just for your way of fishing, just from watching you. I don't think yeah. it works for you. But anyway, yeah. next.
2: I got three more cons. So uh, we can go through these real quick. We don't have to, like, you know, get all crazy. Pla- plastic yeah. gear track. I, I know I'm getting picky here, but I love aluminum gear track. It's just more sturdier. And- mm-hmm just looks better.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's a little bit more minimalistic.
2: Yeah. And uh, a lot of people know Ryan Van Tine out there. I don't know if he listens to our show or not, but big kayak angler. He's uh, always um, talking in KBN and stuff like that. He painted his gear track. Uh, He has the nor'easter color, the bluish grayish color, he He painted them all red, and it looks sick.
1: Yes, I saw that dude. It looks so slick. Like it looks like it came from factory. Like it's supposed to do that. It looks dope. Yep.
2: Which I kind I kind of want to do that. Get uh, well, I it probably wouldn't look good on mine, but I just get some black aluminum gear track and replace it on mine. That's what I want to do.
1: Yeah, I about to say I know I'm gonna add some gear track, and I bought <laughs> some plastic ones, the Mighty Tracks, and I was like that was stupid. Why yeah, Mighty,
2: no Mighty Tracks different. Those are good. I like those. Uh, yeah, I do
1: too, but they look, I don't know. They're just bulky. I don't know. I don't know. So, so there was two gear tracks, plastic gear tracks. And, uh, what else did you just say?
2: Um, a couple more here. I got the foot pegs again, nothing too big, but I kind of wish they were angled instead of just sitting flat. It it kind of makes it feel awkward when you're sitting there. Bonafide does it right. Their foot pegs are the best foot pegs in any kayak. I like that the track is aluminum. I like the padded part of it, the sturdiness of the plastic. It's just, yep. and I'm thinking about buying some of those and putting them on the Schollie, like rigging it up somehow.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it works. work. It's...
2: Yeah, even if it does mean I mean I have to drill through the uh, aluminum to screw them into the spot that's already screwed in on the kayak. But,
1: yeah, I mean that's that's super simple just take a drill bit and call today i mean we can knock that out pretty quick um i know one thing one con you want to talk about which i think it's a pretty big con not it's not a con just the way it's that like your experience with it is the fish finder hole
2: oh yeah so i got my fish finder mounted i put i got a mighty mount i put it right there where the cell phone holder is i put it as far as down as you could go and then I got the Yak Gadget uh, fish finder mounts. So I have my fish finder down all the way uh, into the recess cubby hole for it. And then I have it angled up so I can see it. Um, the top, like my fish finder is what a seven inch screen? It's your Yeah, fish 70,
1: screen, yeah it's a Garmin 73sv. Yeah,
2: so it kind of hinders the. Uh, Functions For the uh, molded in rod holders. So I, I can't put my rods in the V's that are on the hatch lid. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah.
2: Instead, it sits on top of the screen and like sticks up in the air about like five inches, which it annoys me. But I really love those molded in rod holders. I, I'm thinking about taking the fish finder off because of it just I, you don't really need a fish finder on the river anyway, so it's whatever. No, I
1: know from talking to you, you were thinking about just getting a little four-incher, calling it a day, because you just, I mean, you mostly just use it for your, depth. A, you're with, your, if I say depth and water temp, because you're with me, like if we go on a big water, you're with me, and I have a 10-inch, and I have side imaging all day long, so I mean, I can tell you where crap's at. Yeah. Um, you mostly just use it for depth and water temp, and you yep. call it a day, so.
2: Yeah, because when you're that shallow in the river, like if you're in a six feet of water, you're only casting a two foot cone underneath you. You're going to scare fish. If you're Mm -hmm. right on top of them in that shallow water, you're not going to mark fish in six feet of water. It's impossible.
1: No. And if you do, you'll, you'll, even if you mark them, they're going to be gone before you're dropping down into them anyway, in that shallow water.
2: Yeah. It's more
1: or less like just even when I have a big 10 inch on the river, it's just uh like it's depth and water temp. Like yep. sometimes if I find some deep, like if I'm going from six foot and I see it drops down to 14 foot for 20 feet, I'll paddle past it real quiet and then I'll cast back into the hole. Yep. But I mean, that's about it. It's not, I'm not using side imaging cause it's too shallow. I'm not getting a wide enough cone. <coughs> and I mean, you know, just how it is. Um, I think they have a great, maybe not necessarily Avenue, I think it's like John has a great opportunity to make a mount just for the sholey for does. that cubby, like to put it as low as possible or to use the whole cubby to where you can like drill through it on the back end of it and actually yeah. mount something there to where it's instead of having like a fish finder, like a bracket that comes out, it's a, yeah. it's almost like a flat screen TV mount. Ooh, yeah. You could That's get one I'm- of those little small flat screen TV mounts and do that. That would be, like, we could probably yeah, that, make
2: that work. That would probably actually help it if I could just recess it into the hole a little bit more.
1: I wonder. We could do that. We <laughs> yeah. could do that.
2: I've seen when other our... guys putting gear track down the angles of the cubby and then mounting their fish finder there. But then again, it sticks out too far. You know what I mean? And then hinders. Yeah, it's,
1: it's not that flush look, I think. Um, but I, I. We'll talk. I'm going to get a pen and paper. I'm going to draw some stuff up because that you could do that. Yeah. Whatever. We'll talk about that. Um, All right. So there's the cons. Let's talk about all the things you like in the last. Let's finish it up with the good things about the boat. Cause you have typically, you usually have nothing but good things to say about the boat. So let's hear it.
2: Which we've already talked about it a couple of times paddles and performs amazing. So if you're looking for a great paddling kayak for the river, you might want to give this one a look because this, this kayak reminds me a lot of the old town predator MX that I had. And that also was a great river kayak. Mm-hmm. And they both have like their similarity. I see similarities in between the two open deck and all that stuff like that. Yep. Um, the Sholly has way more features, but that it is what it is. But yeah. Um, the other thing I like about it, it's comfortable. Like, overall, the comfortability of it, the open deck, uh, minus the foot pegs, because it's, I don't know, it's just weird. I want angled foot pegs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Overall, comfortable. It's easy to reach behind you. I mean, the the seat feels like the rear well is right behind you. And, uh, let me see. Well, I don't got an anchor wizard on yet, so I can't really talk about that. I, I'm waiting for anchor wizard to come out with the sholy version soon. I messaged him and he said it should be soon, but dope. Yeah. Um, I can only imagine that's going to be, that's going to have a comfortable feeling too. Cause you're not gonna have to Hell reach yeah. all the way up to do it.
1: Yeah. That's what sucked about when I had my anchor wizard on the RS and why, one of the reasons I sold the anchor wizard, just cause I couldn't, I never felt like I could put it in a spot where I was Like I was always reaching up and I was off balance and I was doing this and I felt like I was making the track move and I just I was worried I was going to bust something or break something yeah. or break the you know the anchor <laughs> wizard. So that's going to be nice that it's like right there like in that cup holder where you're not having yeah. to really move. You can do everything still in your workspace. Um that catchboard recess is insane. That's That cool. is one
2: of my favorite features of the whole kayak. Cuz that I mean the catchboard does not move from that spot.
1: At all. Like if you think of it from a tournament aspect, especially like when we're in tournaments, we you're either me and you lose your catchboard twice, or you hey, get a fish and you put it on the board, you have to angle it down in the boat because that fish and then put yep. your net on the other side of the the board. So the fish, if it jumps, it's jumping in the net with you. It's just flat on the boat. That fish fish jumps, it's hitting the the gunnel. Like it's just yep. gonna flop back in. You can keep the fish like contained, which is yep. pretty cool.
2: Well, I was going to say that too. The So I can't use my net on the fence side of the board because how the recess is. Uh, I mean, I can probably put it on top of the gunnel or something like that. But how I used to do it was I used to have the hoop vertical uh, mm-hmm. against the fence of the catchboard. And that actually saved me a few times. Um,
1: yeah, I will say it saved, saved me last year because you told me to do that and it saved two fish jumping off my board last year, which was – which was nice. They were both squirrel fish. So that, yeah, that they, flop. they flop
2: right into it. <laughs> it's funny. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And it scared me the first time it flopped into it. And I was like, oh no. And I remember I had my net in my hand. I almost dropped my net and I just grabbed it. And I was like, oh, I'm still good. And I just lifted it out and it finally calmed down enough for me to take a picture. And then I let it go and it spined me in the hand on the way out because it was a <laughs> dick. So uh,
2: this kind of goes hand in hand with comfortable comfort- comfortability. Can't say that. Man. <laughs> All right, Biden. Uh, nice seat. Yeah, nice seat. <laughs> Very padded, uh, comfortable, you know, lounge back in it, whatever. I like I
1: so, dig it. So in the kayak market, if somebody's been in it, they've always heard. Where do you, how do you stack that to like a tried and true seat, like a bona fide seat, like the SS seat? You
2: can't, dude. The bona fide seat is awesome. <laughs> I, even the Hobie seat's awesome. I there's yeah. some, some people hate the Hobie seat, but I love the Hobie seat. I think that thing is awesome.
1: Yeah, I never had an issue with the Hobie seat. I think that's super comfortable. I got my first real long experience in the SS seat last week. And I, as someone with back problems, and you know, I mean, the RS, I would complain after being out on the RS for, you know, that float we did earlier this year, we were out in the water for, what, eight hours? And like yeah. in two or three hours, like, dude, my back's just starting to hurt. And I didn't even feel, I felt like I was sitting in a padded recliner. Yeah. So, <laughs> But it's yeah. nice that the, the Crescent seat is comfortable. Because that was one yeah. thing they were talking it up a lot. So I'm really happy that it's comfortable.
2: Yeah, it's comfortable. I, I like it better than the Old Town seat. I like it better than the new canoe seat. Uh, I like it better than the Jackson seats for sure. <laughs> uh, it's a good yeah. seat, though. I like I like that they added the padding in the bottom. It's, it's very comfortable. Yeah, that mm-hmm. goes
1: a long way for liking a boat. I mean, that's one reason I wasn't a huge fan of my topwater. My old town. It was a nice boat, but there was features I liked, but I still had to sit in the seat, and the seat was like one of the most uncomfortable things. Like even the RS seat was more comfortable. And the RS seat's not known for comfortability. Like it's a comfortable yep. seat, but over time, you know, you wear it out. That old town, I would we go on a two-hour float after work and I'd be like shifting and having to stand up non-stop. And yeah, I'd I'd sit like all the way back. Like it was just hard to find a comfortable <laughs> seat. Um, so that's a plus. The little things go a long way for. For someone to like the boat like if they get in it's yep. uncomfortable it could have it could come with a fish finder they're not gonna like it because it's uncomfortable sitting
2: yep um another con or no not con another pro we have is the uh molded in rod stagers which we kind of hit that a little bit i i what when i'm fishing the river i like to have two rods in front of me usually it's a finesse and then a power and if i'm power fishing like i'm throwing top water or something and i get a miss i set that rod down and fire in the Ned rig or something like that quick so that the rod stager makes it nice nice and easy the v-notches where the rods sit make it all flush and excuse me man makes it all flush and clean and everything so I really dig that <clears throat> Fits yeah style um I I've praised this one quite a bit too the cam strap drag strap feature which that was awesome
1: seeing that and like in like this last Thursday when I'm dragging a boat and you're just either tying it to your waist or grabbing the cam strap and just walking it. It's it made the world a difference because I'm running through riffles and stuff slipping everywhere and you're not worrying about your boat. You're just walking.
2: Yeah, you so. were hunched over holding the handle on yours. I was just, you know, walking upright, just holding onto the strap. Yeah. And then which, when you're I mean, done with it adjust it back and yeah you just zip it up
1: and and you're done like there's there's companies like rogue for instance i have a rogue drag strap i don't know where Mm -hmm. it is but i have one and those are cool but the bad thing with that is once you're done with it you have two options you can either take it off or flip it back into your on top of your boat like with the ss it's just going to sit on the top so a a crankbait for instance i can already see it just getting stuck in it and you're having to fight that and stuff but with Mm -hmm. yours it's just zipping it up and you're done like yep. it's out of the way it stays contained which is just awesome
2: yeah you just tuck in the extra uh, strap into the hatch lid and you're good to go
1: yep so okay. so yeah that's that's dope
2: and speaking of uh, cam straps they uh, I really like the cam straps in the rear well and I've used it a few times especially when I when I've been to the lake uh, I'll strap in my crate I drive all the way to the lake and back with it strapped in. And I love that. I don't like bungees back there. I love the cam strap.
1: Yeah, that's one thing I wish that the after seeing it, like I never thought I wanted it, but after seeing it, like the P127, it's got the the clips in the back to where you can clip it and it's held. It's held the yak. I mean, I drive it everywhere and it's held it in, but the extra security of that cam strap, she can really tighten that thing all the way down and make it tighter and all get out. And it's not going to move. Like the boat will have to flip for the box to come out. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's uh, a dope even then. Too.
2: I, if you if you flip it, I don't think the bo- <laughs> that box is coming out
1: anyway. No, no. <laughs> I I mean I I mean it'd have to hit something hard, and it would probably break the boat boat before the box would come out. So that's that's an awesome feature. I actually thought about trying to adapt that somehow on the rear tracks for the bonafide. I don't know how I would do it, but figure hmm. it out. I'm sure, we could figure it out. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, I'm not worried about it. But I know.
2: I mean, uh, so this next one, I know kayaking is a wet sport, but a lot of people, I see people complaining about it uh, with other brands like native and stuff. Uh, this, the sholey is a pretty dry ride. Like you're not getting much water in, into the uh, deck of the boat through the scuppers or anything. Again, I'm carrying only two tackle boxes and three or four rods. So maybe the weight has something to do with it, but so far it's been a pretty dry ride for me and, I really like that.
1: Yeah. I'm about to say that's, it's, it's a change of pace definitely. Cause I can imagine like when you're inflatable, I mean, it's relatively dry because it's an inflatable and there's no scuffer holes. Well, but that
2: thing got pretty wet though, when you went through riffles, cause the whole nose would just go under.
1: <laughs> yeah, that I can, I can definitely see that, but it's, it's, you know, while yes, kayaking is a wet sport at the same time. If you can stay dry, especially in lake situations, if you can stay dry, it, it just makes you, you're more comfortable throughout the day. Now, there are some times that I was really happy with the RS because it would get a lot of water in just because I had so much weight in the front that I would just take my shoes off and just put my feet in the water and a patter. pattern. Oh, dude, it felt it like cooled my whole body down. So it's a plus. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, sometimes I you just don't want that to happen.
2: It's funny you mention that because I usually hang my legs off the side in the summertime like that. <laughs> I did it yeah. the just the other day when I was out there on the river.
1: Yep. It felt great. So. Oh, it makes a world of difference. It's the little things that make everything better.
2: (laughs) Uh, let's see. I got three more real quick. Uh, the paddle park, which self-explanatory where you got the two, uh, roto grips on both sides. I really like that. Somebody asked me how much room you have there. Actually, a few people asked me that, uh, somebody else asked me if I trip over it. No, you're not walking all over the deck. Uh, so the the way it's set up is the paddle sits just in front of my feet but behind the catch board. So I'm standing up no issues and then if I need to sit down, grab the paddle real quick, it's nice and easy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that paddle pork paddle pork. Paddle park as simple as it is. Yeah, it's 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 ingenious because it's it's an easy place A to put your paddle if you're not under power.
2: Which is it's funny because I mentioned having the Predator MX earlier. I did the same thing. I put gear track on both sides and a rotor grip on both sides. So Yeah. It, it's almost similar. Like It's crazy how similar those two kayaks are from what I have. Like,
1: it's like you designed this boat without knowing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually got that feet or I got that hack from Drew Gregory back in the day because he used to do that on his Jackson Kusa.
1: Yep. So, I mean, Drew's, Drew's been making this boat since... Like the mid 2000s without even knowing he was making it, yeah, it's true. (laughs) It's a love child, but
2: uh, the the last two pros that I have kind of go hand in hand. So, I got the rod saver, okay, on the hatched lid, and then the open deck from front to back. So, underneath the seat, there's probably a space that's probably like 12 inches, okay? So, it's open from front all the way to back. So, when I'm traveling, I will put the butt of my rods, you know, under the seat, under the seat. And then I'll strap it down in the rod saver in the front. And I just go, I, I put my paddle there. I put my net there. So when I get to the lake, I just pull it all out real quick, assemble it and I'm good to go.
1: Yeah. I, I saw that. That's a dope. And that rod saver feature, like that's sick. I'm actually going to order some rod, say a rod saver and put it on the deck lid of the SS. That's a good idea. You can, you can kind of do the same thing. I mean, obviously it's not a, it's it's not open, but I can fit my rods underneath the seat and do the same concept, which makes you get to the boat, you can wet launch, and all your stuff's in the boat. So you go park, and there's no going back and forth and getting crap. It's like, okay, I have my three or four rods here. They're in a rod saver. They're stuck back there. Wet launch, put the boat off to the side, go park, come back, and I can get everything out of the hatch, dry storage, and everything else is already in the boat. It's just setting it up and calling it a day. Like It just makes everything clean up and or drop in and get out is much easier and more streamlined. So that, that feature is a genius to where I'm going to make it happen on the SS somehow.
2: You should, dude. I really like the rod saver though. That that's awesome. It was yeah. a great little feature. But oh, there's yeah. my pros and cons list. I will say, I know, I know a lot of people are complaining about the price of it, which I don't get because it's competitive, competitively priced kayak for, yeah, a, for what you get it's ridiculous
1: yeah i agree i mean you're getting you're getting a, a kayak and like you said it's competitively priced with everything else on the market like people are comparing i feel i don't know they're they're used to i'm trying to think how to say this like crescent has made kayaks that have been a little bit less expensive great boats mm-hmm. but less expensive to get people on the on the water so they this boat comes out and it's a little bit higher priced than everything else they've ever made but you have to understand this isn't like every other boat they've ever made. This has yeah. all the best parts of every other boat they made, plus geared toward fishing because they've never made a true fishing kayak. Like even the light tackle, even though it has tackle in the name, it was still designed to be a great paddling kayak, low sea yeah. position. You There's know, There's not
2: much fishing features to that kayak
1: exactly like there's there's some cool stuff about it but they're not it's more geared to everyone's features like the hatch it had an inside hatch which is cool but that was more geared to your camping or your long haulers or stuff like that I mean you could be used for rods but wasn't uh-huh. designed for rods and uh, it comes to where the it, it, <laughs> you just came out of nowhere uh it goes to where this this has a lot more features that aren't a haven't ever been staring for Crescent. It has all the same features or more features than the competitively priced competitors that are there. While they might be different features, they're the same means to the end. They're, it's a fishing kayak that's designed for stability, paddling ease, and comfort, along with all these, like you've already said, all those pros you mentioned in the extras. I don't I don't know why people are complaining about the price because to get the same features and actually to get the less features, because this has some stuff like the catchboard, recess, rod savers, all that stuff, to get less features, you're spending the same amount or a couple hundred dollars more for a kayak. Mm-hmm. So, like if anything, they're they're right at the cusp or even cheaper because everyone else's prices have gone up because of yeah. COVID and now inflation and everything. So
2: yeah, the light tackle used to be 999, and I think it's 11.99
1: I now i think it's 11.99 or 12.99 it's one of the two yeah um which mark if you're listening to this i'm sorry that i don't know our prices um
2: i don't either it's...
1: yeah well yeah brad's more important than i am and he doesn't know so y'all brad <laughs> not me uh
2: yeah, they've changed like two or three times in the last couple years so
1: yeah and with hard. everything going on still making it and I, I will say still making a premier fishing kayak because you can put a motor on the front just can't anything else you can put a motor on the rear just can't anything else um Making a premier fishing kayak that can easily be used in tournaments and everything along those lines, at the price point it's at, it's it's hard to beat. They're, they've they've come in at a great price point on a great kayak, in my opinion. That's just me.
2: I agree, but I also I can understand where people are coming from because you can get pedal drives for eighteen hundred bucks now, like the Lightning, or you can get an Old Town for twenty two hundred, which is still a bunch more than fifteen hundred, but, but still. I,
1: I was about to say, it's like, I can understand the lightning a little bit because that's only a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, And I say only a couple hundred bucks. A couple hundred bucks is a couple hundred bucks. But I can understand that. But at the same time, the jump to the Old Town, I don't understand that because people will compare Old Towns, like the top water and stuff, to the SS Series. Well, the SS Series is still cheaper than the Old Town. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, why would I spend extra amount? And the Old Towns don't have the same features that the Crescent does. Yeah. So,
2: and I, mean, I could I could probably name you I don't know five different kayaks that cost more than the Schollie does, and they're paddle oh, yeah.
1: kayaks. Yeah, I mean all day long. I mean, and
2: like Drew said, you're also paying for the plastic. Like their plastic has been scientifically tested. They got the hardest, the toughest plastic in the business right now.
1: Yep. So, yep. About to say there's there's things that went into the boat, not just features like the lid. It's not thermo molded. It's actually oh, yeah. molded. Um, you know, there's there's things they've done that should make the boat cost a lot more money, and it doesn't. So,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, I agree so, with that.
1: Yep. But yeah, there's my
2: uh, honest review, guys. So if you're in the market and uh, you want a Shuly, I suggest getting one. I think it's a great kayak. But if I mention something that you don't like, um, message me, man. Let's talk about it. I'll even let you try it out if you're in the area. I'm, I don't care. So, get your and he's form, he's form for real company. about
1: that. If you're in the area, he will meet you somewhere cuz we're usually it's either Brad by himself or he's with me or with Justin. He'll meet you there, he'll let you take it out and you can see if you like it or not.
2: I I've done that with a uh so I went down to Rip Rap Road one time and I met two old guys cuz they wanted to try a 127. Yeah. I brought yeah. my 127 let them paddle around out there.
1: Yeah, I must say, yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome to do that. I mean, I, I, I did it with the Old Town, and then I did it with the uh, RS, and both the people that paddled both those boats ended up buying those boats. So, yeah, so, yep. definitely cool. Well, final thoughts, anything to leave the listeners with, Brad?
2: Um, Can you see my sign right here?
1: Cookies are good.
2: Cookies is good, guys. Cookies is good. I had cookies before we started this. So I put that on my dry erase board because cookies is good. That's my final thoughts.
1: Well, those are some hard final thoughts to beat. So I'm not even going to try guys. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Hopefully you got some insight from it. And if you're definitely interested in one, if you're in the area, give us a holler, DM either one of us. We're talking to each other every day. So we'll let each other know. Or, Get to your local shop that has the Sholy If you're in the area of Loveland Canoe and Kayak down in Cincinnati, we can get you hooked up and get you tested on one.
2: Sounds good. Guys, have a good one. Thanks for listening. Peace out, Girl Scout.